Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Pablo, in the book of Judges, it says four times these words, In those days, Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. So God would raise up a specific man at a specific time in Israel's history to serve his purposes and deliver Israel from their enemies, using men and one woman who were fearful at times, just like most of us are today. That's a key point, Jim. The men God used were flesh-and-blood men with character strengths and weaknesses. They were not perfect men by any means. God can sometimes use what we would call imperfect guys to his glory if they yield to his sovereign plan and obey him. Let me ask you, Pablo, of the 12 judges identified in the book of Judges, who's your favorite? Shamgar. Shamgar? (laughs) Okay. For what reason? Shamgar was a brave man. His exploits are recorded in a single verse found in Judges 3.31, where it says he once killed 600 Philistines with an ox goad. It was probably a very sharp one. I like his story because it's an extension of God's question to Moses. What is that in your hand? God can take any skill or resource we give to him and use it for his glory. Let's start with a crucial question. What is man? Without a soul, man has only two primary goals within his brief existence, pleasure and power. If man does have a soul, then he is made in the image of God and has body, soul, and spirit with eternal value. His goal, then, is to know and obey the God who created him. I see a connection to the time of the Judges. The book of Judges was written during a time when the Israelites turned away from obeying God and did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. They pursued pleasure and power. There are cycles of judgment and grace in the book of Judges, over 12 times. Let's begin with a time of peace and prosperity. This is followed by a time of disobedience and arrogance. Then comes judgment and calamity. The people decide to obey God's word, humble themselves, and repent. God hears their prayers and raises up a deliverer who removes the oppressor and bingo, we're back to a time of peace and prosperity. Twelve times this cycle happened. If we offered a prize to the person who could name all twelve judges for memory without peeking in their Bible, I wonder how many prizes we'd give away. Likely not very many. What are their names? Othniel, Ehud, Shamgar, Barak, Gideon, Tola, Jer, Jephthah, Ibzan, Elon, Abdon, and Samson. And here's an interesting fact. These men were not angels. They were what we would call ordinary men, flesh and blood, full of fears and uncertainties. Yet God, in his grace, chose each of them, almost one from each of the twelve tribes, and in essence said, I will work through you and deliver Israel from their enemies and give you peace if you obey me and do as I say by faith. 
In Hebrews 11, there's a long list of what we call the heroes of faith. The author lists Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, etc. on what we can call the A-team of faith. Yet Hebrews 11.13 says, All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. Then comes the B-team in 11.32. The author of Hebrews says, How much more do I need to say it would take too long to recount the stories of faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, and all the prophets? So he just names a few. Whoa, wait a minute. He only mentions four of the twelve judges in the faith chapter. Pablo, what happened to your buddy Shamgar? He didn't get listed. Before I answer that, Jim, let me remind our listeners this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham, a listener-supported program from Go Teach Global. For a transcript of this program, email menaliveuntogod at gmail.com and ask for Fearful Faithful Judges. Now to your question. All 12 judges required exceptional faith to do the amazing feats they accomplished, like Shamgar killing 600 Philistines with an ox goad. Just trying to visualize the strength, agility, and faith that man had is beyond my comprehension. But did the four mentioned in Hebrews exhibit specific character qualities that we could assimilate today? Good thought, Pablo. Let's look at some life lessons we can learn from the four to apply to our world today as men in the 21st century. We will assume the men listening have some knowledge of the men named as it would take too long to recount their total life story of faith. So here we go. Number one, Gideon. He was told by an angel of the Lord to go with the strength you have and rescue Israel. And then God said, I will be with you. But Gideon makes excuses. He goes, oh, my clan is the weakest. I'm the least in my family. And Gideon asks for signs to prove this is really God speaking to him. So he makes a sacrifice offering. And the sacrifice is consumed, including the rock on which the fire sat. Gideon was not the bravest of men. He was living under an occupying Midianite army who came every harvest season and stayed till they had, quote, stripped the land bare. They were brutal rulers, so he kept trying to get out of obeying God. Finally, Gideon humbled himself, obeyed God's commands. His reluctant obedience caused a bolder faith in the end. The story is worth a read in Judges chapter 7. 300 men, with God's help, defeat and kill over 120,000 Midianite soldiers. A humanly impossible story achieved through faith in God and the obedience of one man, Gideon, to God's word. Likewise, the story of Barak has an interesting twist, Jim. Judges 4 says, After Ehud's death, the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord turned them over to Sisera, the army commander of the Canaanite king Jabin, who ruthlessly oppressed the Israelites for twenty years. During this time, the Lord had Deborah serve as a prophetess and judge. One day she sent for Barak and reminded him of what the Lord had commanded him to do and basically said, in modern English, get over here and do what the Lord called you to do. To his credit, Barak believed by faith that God was directing him. He went with Deborah and gained a great victory. 
Initially fearful, Barak eventually accepted and obeyed God's call. Pablo, in reading through the book of Judges, it struck me that each one fulfilled a specific task at a specific time in history when Israel had no king. Each one accomplished an amazing feat. They delivered Israel from their enemies. Next came Jephthah. Judges 11 verse 1 states, Jephthah of Gilead was a great warrior. He was the son of Gilead, but his mother was a prostitute. Then we read his half-brothers chased him from home. He lost his inheritance. He ended up traveling with a band of worthless rebels. A tough start for one of the four heroes of faith among the twelve judges. Some men may be listening to this program while in a prison. Some may even feel like a Jephthah, raised in an abusive home, cut off from family, hanging out with the wrong crowd, wondering if God can still use you to his glory. Pablo, you and I know the short answer is yes. God can use any man to his glory, regardless of how tough a start he had in life, regardless of how bad he has been in his past. Our salvation is by grace through faith, and that is not of our own merit. It is a gift of God, freely given to us, not achieved by works or money or merit, but by faith. The lesson shown in the book of Judges is that all twelve judges had to exercise faith to deliver Israel from their enemies. All twelve judges had to explicitly obey the commands of God without question or argument, and then God used them to achieve his purpose. These are not superheroes. They are not supermen. They were flesh and blood, ordinary guys full of fear, full of doubt at times just like me. Pablo, sometimes I feel like a faith failure, a spiritual chicken rather than a spiritual eagle. I'm afraid to speak about my faith in Christ at times. My Lord and Savior is unknown to many people who know me. Easy for me to do on a radio program like this talking to you, but harder to do with a neighbor who I know dislikes Christians. Neither are we saying one must be saved from a bad past to have a story. One friend said, Jim, you became different when you were saved. and You have a before and an after story. I was always just a good old boy. No big sinning. So unlike you, I have no story. Years later, this same man left his wife and family and moved in with the first of many girlfriends. Men, hear me out. You do not have to be saved from a wicked past to be used by God. But we are saying that if you did have a difficult beginning, you are not disqualified from being used by God to accomplish his plan. Read and be encouraged by Jephthah's stories in Judges chapter 11. One more, Jim. Number four in the Hebrews 11 Hall of Faith, Samson. I recall on an earlier Men Alive program, we talked about life lessons from Samson and how God used this rebellious man with all his strength to defeat the Philistines and deliver Israel from their rule. What a story. Check out number 116 on our website at goteachglobal.com. Samson represents humankind in his weakness. Samson's life reminds us that undisciplined passions lead eventually to a downfall. Disregard for God's laws do not bring happiness or peace. We learn that every person's actions affect other people as well. In summary, let's consider what we learn from these four fearful but faithful judges. 
Anyone with a desire to serve and love God can accomplish what God considers great things. 1 Samuel 12.10 says, When Israel cried to the Lord and confessed, We have sinned by turning away from the Lord and worshiping other images, but we will worship you and you alone if you will rescue us from our enemies. Then the Lord sent Gideon, Barak, Jephthah, and Samson to save you, and you lived in safety. God commissioned four men who were fearful but faith-filled to become spiritual leaders in Israel. There you have it, men. May God help each of us to have the courage, even if fearful, to be obedient and faithful until we see Jesus Christ face to face. Contact menaliveuntogod at gmail.com with further questions for Dr. Jim. And check out our website, goteachglobal.com, for more resources and options. There you will find an opportunity to listen to any or all of the many Men Alive programs recorded there. Until next time, I'm Paul Estabrooks, encouraging us as men to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ until we see him face to face.